Welcome to The Daily Sales Show, hosted by Sell Better. What is popping, everybody? We are back. It is another glorious day here at Sell Better. We are ready to deliver some great stuff for you. This is going to be an amazing show today. I'm going to go ahead and launch this because this is how we tailor the conversation to the folks that are in the room. So let us know as you come into the room, what are you? Are you an SDR, an AE? Are you an alien joining us from another planet? This is what we want to know in the question that is live. Welcome back, everybody, to the Sell Better Daily Sales Show. Change your chat settings down at the bottom right there to everyone and let us know where you are tuning in from. And then I will introduce our guest. Shout out to Edmonton, Canada. I swear our Canadians are repping hot. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to be next? Hey, shout out to Texas, Boston. That's where we're based out of. What's happening, Boston? Kerry, reach out to us. Let us know. Dallas, Texas. They do it big in Texas. Shout out to Chi-Town. I am a Luminati's pizza guy. So many people talk about Giordano's. I just, you know, Luminati's is better for me. I don't know. Let me know what you think. New Jersey, I hear you got a real deer problem. I'm coming your way with my rifle. We're making that happen. Shout out to Germany, our international crowd. If you are international, you better be repping your country right now in the chat. That's what I want to see. Shout out to New Hampshire. Kelly Driscoll is our partnerships manager. Thank you for joining us, Kelly. Shout out to Florida, my home state. I don't miss you at all. Let's kick it off. We are ready to rock and roll here. All right, this is what you're going to get today. We're going to talk about how AI is changing sales and the stuff that you can do to make it work for you. I'm going to introduce two people to you now. Keith is here with us. He is the director of sales development over at Invoca. He is making all kinds of strides with the way that he's using AI for his sales development practices with his team. And he's going to show you real things. Shout out to the screen share lovers out there. We're going to give you real stuff inside this show. And our leader, our fearless leader who has the craziest ideas in the world about AI and never shuts up about it and constantly talks to us about it, even if it's not related to what we do for a living. <laughs> Chris Merrill is here. Let's give a big welcome to Chris. He loves being the center of attention. What's up, Chris? <laughs> What's up? We need to bottle your energy, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's amazing, right? I think that this is what people come for, you know? It's not the value that you bring. It's my energy. I'm kidding. Let's talk a little bit about our partners. Sales Blazer drops fire. We're going to put something in the chat right now that is directly related to what we are talking about today. So go ahead and grab this resource. What this is, is ways that AI is impacting sales. So that's the link that you're going to see in the chat. Feel free to grab it. There it is. Thank you very much. Shout out to Sell Better. I appreciate you, Vicky. I see you even though you're not on screen. And Vidyard, I've been a Vidyard user since 2014, 2015. They never let me down. You want to go learn more about video prospecting and other use cases for video, Vidyard is the way to go. Now, before we move forward, I have to give you a disclaimer. This is a quick note about AI and the landscape. We are hardcore into this, but that doesn't mean that everything that we say is going to be right three months from now. The landscape is such that perspective is everything at the moment. Let me get a one in the chat if you feel what I'm saying. We have no idea. We know nothing. We are all about learning together as a community. So if you're with us, tell us in the chat. That's what we want. Let me tell you a little bit about what you are going to get today. Here we go. Bam. Oh, I almost forgot. How could I forget this? Check out our new website, sellbetter.xyz, and go subscribe to YouTube. This is where you're going to get all kinds of value for free. There's tons of stuff there that you can go grab. Here's what you're going to get today. How's AI changing sales? Predictions of the future from these two experts that are constantly deep in the AI world, and then how you're going to leverage it. This is important because the people that don't know how to leverage it are going to get left behind. So let's get into it. And the first thing I want to talk about here is how the changes that we've been seeing lately. So let's take a look at who's in the room. 
so that we can talk about that contextually. Oh, SDRs, AEs, not surprised, but hey, shout out to the senior leaders. Tell your friends, we need more people like you. Uh, okay, so Keith, let's talk a little bit about some ways that we've seen change already. I think it's important to call attention to the status quo first. Oh, all this, all the endless speculation around how it's going to take over sales and makes it, make us obsolete. I don't fully believe that. We'll talk more about that later. But how is it changing it? I mean, it's removing all types of friction. As you know, as a seller, you spend about 30% of your time actually selling. Well, let's go ahead and make that a little bit higher, right? Like it's our jobs to be out there talking to prospects, closing deals and all that kind of stuff. So it's just going to make you way more productive and efficient if you're not already using it. Dive in, you should. And then, and, and secondly, everyone's a copywriter now. If you can copyright and, and write good copy, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take you to that next level. And now you actually have the tools that you can use to get a head start with it. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about reducing friction though, because that's something I think that was like early stuff. And I think Chris, you'll probably have some things to color in here when it comes to reducing friction. Talk to me, Keith. Yeah. So for me, so I, I, you know, I, I, I run sales development teams and, and one of the biggest things that I do and that I take very seriously is enabling the team with step-by-steps and videos and all these types of things. And it's actually kind of embarrassing how many hours I've spent copy and pasting and making screenshots and putting it into docs and all those types of things. Now, now I literally can do those things in under a minute and it's been fantastic. And so that's, that's where it's really helped me, but prospecting, everyone knows that takes a ton of hours, but if you're sitting there prospecting, you're not talking to folks. Now you can do that automated, um, summarizing articles, things like that, and so forth. Yeah, Chris is going to talk more about summarizing the articles, but one of the things we talked about, Chris, was learning your prospects universe. And you talked about this early on, and this was one of those first use cases. How do we learn our universe with AI, our prospects universe? Well, there's a, a few ways to kind of look at this. Is One is the, the looking at their universe. One is now that we're able to point AI to actually not just copy and paste into it, that we can set it free and point it, um, setting what your ICP is, being able to set better listeners, being able to take large amounts of information, filter it, summarize it so that you just get that acute piece that you're actually using for. So I think that's like a, a, a big, um, from a standpoint of like filtering down. The other piece is this concept of uh, wash, rinse, repeat. We all know that you know, if, if, if AI, if you're, you've been doing this for 10, 15 years, you've built up your habits, your workflows, taking the time to take a step back and encode those to basically automate that part of your life. Mm. And what do you get? What, what, what's left over? It's the piece talking about obsolete, what's going to happen in the future. Well, what's going to happen is what's going to set apart the best salespeople is being human and both being the most human-y. So yeah. that is rapport, relationships, emotional intelligence. So Table stakes is understanding applied AI. Table stakes is understanding the difference between generative and utility. But what is absolute uh, table stakes for longevity in this space is refining emotional intelligence, rapport, and being human-y because that is the part that's going to be left. And if this is 100% of the effort, it's eating up to it already. So it's amazing. It's amazing the juxtaposition that we're seeing. Chris, thank you for those insights. I want to open it up for you guys. Make sure you're asking your questions in the Q&A section, because I'm gonna give some time at the answer for some Q&A for these two experts. Keith, some of the changes that you've seen, what are the results that you're predicting from the changes that are happening in the space? Um, I honestly, I just think it's gonna make people more elastic too. Like I think number one, right? Like, especially right now, if you're in tech, like we all know we're trying to do a little bit more with less and budgets are a little bit tight and things like that. and. Companies are really relying on those high eight player types of folks. Like we need those. 
And so it actually removing some of that friction that we talked about late or earlier is actually opening the path for you to be able to put your hands in different piles. Like you can be an enabler, you can be a coach, you can um, go and sell deals all at the same time while you while not having to focus on those things that are kind of holding you back and and keeping you from actually getting out there and talking to folks. And that that's the biggest thing for me. I'm loving that. Uh, Chris, you mentioned that there's another side of this coin and people are looking at everything that AI generates as subpar because of the humany aspect. We saw Carrie Spencer use that hashtag. Feel free to use that hashtag and tag Chris Merrill, Agreed. Christopher that's, Merrill. That's what I need flying on that one. Yeah. Humany is the one to use. But but you said do less with more, Keith. Let me get uh yes in the chat. If you've been hearing people say, no, thanks for trying to do less with more lately in your prospecting and your sales efforts. Uh, that's I think that's been a common trend. Why are people looking down on AI, Chris? I really so I came up in the IT space, uh, you know, 20 years ago. Actually, John Barrows and I literally unpacking you know, 200 computers overnight to set them up. And one of the things that was interesting back then was um, uh, as we started working more and more by outsourcing overseas, we would walk in and uh, and going through kind of what we offer, people would be like, oh, we're, we're thinking about leaving our vendor because they're outsourcing, they're outsourcing. And we would, we would take a step back from that and say, why are they demeaning outsourcing? It's cost-effective. There's better, the, the systems are in place and accountability. The whole entire model work, you got the 20, you got the time zone thing working for you, but yet there was this implied it's less than. And I watched that carry even to like right now, obviously I think the world is flat. Things like the the job sites like Upwork and things like that have, have shown people. And now we all tend to work, you know, with overseas teams. Now take a look at AI. Just this week, I'm having conversations with elevated ass teams where they go in and they're like, oh yeah, but they're using AI. That was AI. I'm like, I'm proudly putting it in my emails and outreach that I am the operator of the, this said AI. And I just think that we're early days. If, if, if everyone, if anyone here is thinking that they're late to the game, you're not late to the game. It's, it's day zero. And that's why, you know, I'll, I'll be very honest with you. I had this conversation before the top we started talking today is we have to make sure that we always append. This is our opinion today. This is my opinion on Friday. And this just going to change next week. And so everything is perspectives and applied use. And I just think that is really important. You know, one, I, I understand where people are saying it's a cheat sheet. It's a, but why would you work hard? Like, yeah, you know, why, why would you, why would you put yourself in a position where everybody else has this amazing edge, but yet is there a point of pride that you, you hand coded it, you hand did it. And it just seems kind of, I think that's going to, obviously, as you see, every product out there is appending this little, these two words, you know, you know, with AI now with AI. Everything is now with AI and going through. I think when we generally accept that most of these things have some empowerment there, it's going to be a little bit more normal. But I, 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 I personally believe when you're doing outreach, it's okay to mention, I'm the operator. I built this using AI. And I, I just think that we just have to normalize that. The normalization part is a struggle for a lot of people right now, because as you said, we're at day zero and everybody thinks they know. Nobody knows. It's going to go in lots of different directions. So before Keith shares his screen, let me know in the chat, type the word ready. If you're ready to see some real shit that Keith has been doing with AI for his sales development team. I know we got a lot of SDRs and AEs, so I better hear the readies. Let me see it. And then I'm going to launch this question while Keith shares his screen, because I'm curious what your emotional state is around AI. So go ahead and take part in that after you type ready. Keith, share your love. Let's see what you got for everybody today. All right, so first and foremost, I wanted to put together a, a resource for you all to have 
come to find out, I actually started this with AI. I'll, all I did was prompt it and said, set up a template for me to be able to plug and play. It took me literally less than five seconds and I had this great thing and all I had to do was go in and add my personal flair to it. Do I feel bad about that? Absolutely not. Cause I guess what? Now I get, now that that's done, I get to go to do some other things. And so when you're building your, your presentations or you're going to out on your pitches, let it, let it work for you in the background. Cause now you, now you can open up things and think about actually going and talking to your prospects and closing deals. And then how we use it in my team a lot is we use Bard, ChatGPT, however you want to use it. Um, but we go through and we look for, so I sell, um, a conversational intelligence AI software. Um, and one of our biggest uh, prospects are VPs of digital marketing and things like that. And so if you can see this prompt here, this is in BARD, you can do it in ChatGPT. But all I ask it is act as a director of digital marketing um, for Dish Network. Dish Network is a big, big uh, uh, customer of ours. What does your company do and how do you create revenue? What are your top three goals this year? Does anyone know how long it took me to actually do that prompt? Oh, that's a good question. Put your put your guess in the chat, and let's see who's closest. <laughs> Three minutes, nine seconds. Yeah, it was. However long. I mean, I don't know. My typing game might be a little bit behind, but it was definitely under ten seconds. It's just like, hey, Damn. act as a person at this company. What do you do? What what matters to you? And what are your top three goals this year? Bam, spits it right out. How long did it take to spit this out? Maybe less than 10 seconds and so now i have their top three goals this year increased brand awareness all these things and so now you know is this a perfect probably not but guess what now my now my brain is thinking about this stuff and it's getting those like creative juices flowing it's so important i, I it's funny because when you think about it what hasn't been that long since ChatGPT came around and now when i think about life before ChatGPT or bard man it, like it gives it makes me start twitching it's weird but so now I have these things. And so, and to achieve these goals, I will focus on these three things. And then at the end of it, and now I ask it. So now that I got this prompt, now you can kind of create a string. What are the top five challenges you imagine you'll face when trying to achieve these goals? And so now I'm building like my process. This stuff's going to go into all of my emails. Like I'm a really big problem agitate solution copywriter type guy. Like you highlight the problem, agitate it a little bit. What's the solution? So this is building that. So again, I just asked, what are your top three goals? What are some challenges you imagine that you would have around these? And then it spits, spits these things out. And so now I had the problem right there for me. And so now that can be the beginning of my email, the beginning of my call script, whatever it might be. And boom, now you're rocking and rolling. Another big thing that I do a lot, and I don't have, has everybody heard of LinkedIn Boolean searches? when you're looking for folks. Yeah, we talk about LinkedIn Sales Navigator and the Boolean oh, search man. in there only time is power, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how well that works. So if you don't do that, like learn that for real. It's it's It'll change the game for finding prospects on LinkedIn. But a lot of times it's hard to kind of think like, again, like to get those creative juices going. Sometimes you don't really have it and you wanna, you wanna figure out ways to go about and, and find prospects. Just ask ChatGPT. Hey, you're a successful seller at Invoca. You want to find prospects on LinkedIn who handle digital marketing, paid search, marketing technology, or demand gen. Create a uh, Boolean string to find anyone related. Sure, here's a Boolean string. Bam. Digital marketing, paid search, blah, blah, blah. In skills, you take this, put it into LinkedIn. Bam, now you have your whole list. 
And then it, it, another cool thing too, is it actually talks you through what you'll get with the prompt. And the same deal, you can take this and say, if this doesn't come out exactly how you would want it, just ask it another question. Just be smart. Like literally have a conversation with a robot. It's, it's super cool. It's, it's hard to imagine that. And I want everybody to take note. This is sales development with AI. That's what this is. If you are in sales development, if you lead a sales development team, he is showing you real value, real utility with AI that could help you given the tools that you already have at your disposal. Keith, go on, man. Yeah, legitimately. I mean, if you think about it, even like if you started a new company, what's the first thing that you need to learn? Like you always have to find ways to find the minimum amount of knowledge to be effective. This helps you do that. It's like, okay, what do, what does my ICP deal with on a day-to-day? -day? Like today's day one. I literally just started today. Just ask it. And then it'll get you starting to think. And, can, and then whatever it comes back with, you can now take that and just go play around and start asking more questions all over the internet and chat GPTs and some of these other AI tools. It's just, it gets you your thought going and it keeps things relatively simple, which everyone knows confusion stunts growth. And so there's no, no need to overthink this stuff. Just let it work for you in the background because you're still you, like Chris was saying, that human element, it's given me a boost. It's, 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 Steroids for sales, I guess. I don't, I don't know. It's sales on roids. Quote yeah, that, that, man. Go ahead and tweet that. Sales on yeah. roids plus AI. All right, let's let's get let's get some opinions from Chris here. And I want to thank you very much for sharing those prompts. We will send you everything you're seeing. So for those of you in the chat wondering, how do I get this stuff? It's going to come in an email after the show. We appreciate you learning with us today. That's our that's our gift to you, Chris. Tell me about, so first of all, let's look at the results here so that you can understand why there's fear. 20% of our voters are still looking at this and seeing Skynet, right? Uh, but some people are like leaning in, right? There's a divide there and it's getting smaller. Uh, I want you to show your high utility use cases so that people can understand the various ways to leverage this AI. So it's even the 20% of the, the are you afraid of AI or not? So first of all, again, we are we are in day zero. And just because uh, ChatGPT launched uh, recently, AI as function has been around for a minute. And so what changed? The fact that they launched with the chat as the interface, it, they were just trying to normalize it so that we could create the use cases. If you listen to Sam Altman talking about why a chatbot. And why did they release before this thing was perfect? They didn't understand use case. They wanted to develop it. That's why it was done under open license in a nonprofit uh, way. And I think because of that, um, so many people used it early. And what do you get early? You're going to get those people pushing the limits of it. And it's always going to be biased towards doing bad things early. And I think that coming out of the gate, what's newsworthy? Um, Terminator actually becoming live or us doing generative to do better messaging. Let's be realistic about what the media is picking up. How do I feel? And I'm going back to that thing of perspectives. I'll open, I'll do office hours with anybody anytime on this. I have big feelings. If you start to use it, don't just rely on what you're seeing on generative and messaging is table stakes. You have companies like Reggie and Lavender, like they've already implemented this at the highest level. It's there. We all know it's there. Get to know the tool. Get down to root level. How many people here, one in the comment, do you actually open up a console and work in ChatGPT or Bard directly? I want to see if any, okay. I asked our team three months ago, maybe two or three, now 12 to 15. Everyone has it open. 
you want to start using it. If you're un- if you're not yet understanding exactly outside of um, generative about the utility side, break away from your sales game, break away from business, sit down with your kid and start a lemonade stand. Literally go through the process of building a lemonade stand. We did it with my five-year-old. We ended up writing a persuasive letter to her grandmother to give her 50 bucks to start it. And you know what that translated to? Us raising a small round using same functions and being able to raise capital and then getting reducing our legal fees by using the template for a promissory note. And so How I'm much looking at you raise? Dots. What's that? How much did you raise? Less than a million, more than zero. Uh, so from that standpoint, the whole thing here is utility and understanding kind of the root piece. And James, cut me off when I talk too much of this. I understand scary. I understand. Uh, I've been there too. Um, you know, the biggest changes in technology in the 23 years that I've been doing this were inexpensive bandwidth, inexpensive um, uh, uh, drive space, and clearly the move to cloud, but more than anything, this AI piece. As a, it's, it's got my nerves going too, but once I got into it and started using it more, I will tell you right now, I honestly feel like it's starting to normalize. I don't think about this as AI eats world. I'm not sitting there hoarding gold and, you know, running for the hills. You know, granted, I did keep moving up more north in Maine just to get away from people, but that's different. So let's get into this real quick. James cut me off. What am I seeing for changes? This matters. First thing, it's loud as hell. AI just made it louder. Why? Automations plus AI low-cost data, so think about the cost of data contacts, plus PLG access to send tools. All that did is make it that right now we could pause this webinar. I could assign to James and Keith a couple of things to go do. James, go get me 100 contacts over here. Keith, go light up Apollo mail, mail shake. Get going on this. Light it up. Do some messaging. Boom, we're off to the races. We sent 500 emails. Well, guess what? Everybody can do that. So all it's done is we believe that we're hearing, oh, it's personalization. Oh, like we're hearing, oh, it's relevant. Yeah, but guess what? Everybody else is doing it. It's raising the audible floor in our inboxes and our DMs. It's desensitizing us. As human beings, Stephen, pay attention to it. Why? You may not know it, but you are subconsciously pattern recognizing what these things look like. That is, a st- that is fact. That is science. And so all we've done is make it harder and harder. So at the same time, this rush for generative seems awesome. All we've done is make it harder to break through the noise, requiring us to look to different mediums. Two, focus. This is where it's awesome. If we're going to spend our time on something, let's choose the right contact, the right company, the right context at the right time. We can do that now. Take advantage of those tools. Forecasting, storytelling, soothsaying. The systems can now tell us when deals are at risk or when not to apply more pressure. That is real. These are real things happening. Uh, Help with learning skills. That's what I think is best for this audience. So the whole thing here is use these tools to build muscle memory so that you can do them subconsciously. And how do you do that? Well, don't like, go ahead, James. I'm, I'm throwing my hand up because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you put your money where your mouth is here. Share your screen and show people an example of what you're talking about. And then I have a question for Keith. You got two minutes to show me something that these folks are going to find incredible. I'm putting you on the spot, pal. <laughs> you can't do AI in 30 minutes. What are we doing? <laughs> Who runs this thing? Vink. <laughs> All right, let's jump in here. So let's take a look at when I say utility. From a utility standpoint, like what's a use case here? Um, uh, thoughts to docs. Quick thing. Um, one of the things that I do, I often have a lot of ideas over the weekends. I keep notes everywhere, but I want to turn that into something meaningful walking into a meeting. Talking to your phone right all day long. 
throw a prompt at it to clean it up for the purpose that you're looking at. So this is something where I, I clearly had a big thing about um, presenting to uh, our sponsors a better way for them to sponsor our daily shows, the different attributes of them, a different angle, but I wanted to output it for our team so it just didn't wasn't another Chris is crazy. Clearly, this can be used for summarization of other people's data, but I call it thoughts to docs, a quick way of getting everything in your brain out to the actual audience, uh, out to the, the, the person that you're trying to communicate to. Um, messaging snippets, as you know, uh, you know, big hand in working with John Barrows and building out his messaging framework. In that, we now know that he is uh, everything is predicated on understanding uh, priorities and challenges um, of specific ICPs. And so what I've been able to do is to not only train to write just, I mean, everyone has one of these, a prompt that I use to create an ICP brief, a sales ICP brief, not a marketing ICP brief, one that is a summary, priorities and challenges. I've been able to create these prompts. Don't ask, I will send everything over to James and everyone. Here's the summary, priorities and challenges. Okay, well, that's top level. What do I do with it? Well, from here, what we can do is I like the framework of John Barrow's attention grabber. So what I've done is I've trained my chatbot to create, based on that ICP, the components of that thing. So we can just say, um, let's do VP of sales at a uh, pharma. Okay, so now that's all I have to type. So I'm going to cut you off here. I, I know you guys already see the path that he's headed down right here. Priorities and challenges of my prospects using AI to filter it down to me and plug into my messaging. I don't know how much higher utility you can get than that right there, especially when it comes to prospecting, sales development, new logos, targeting, and ICP. Chris, thank you very much. Uh, I, I, you guys have to understand there's so much to unpack here. Half an hour just doesn't do it justice. So let us know if you want to see more stuff just like this. Keith, I have a question for you that comes from Anonymous Attendee. This is, uh, thank you Anonymous for asking your question. Uh, what tools, and you can name any tools you like, would you recommend for someone who wants to prospect with AI? This is great. Prospect with AI, I would definitely just ChatGPT and Bard. Like those two things are, are fantastic. Just get out, like, get out there, play with those. They're free and you can just start playing around and start asking your questions. If you want to, yeah, I, I would say very simply use those two tools. Amazing. Two tools. Chris, any tools that come to mind right out of the gate that you would start using if you were new to it? Uh, I look at Lavender, Reggie, and in Notion, Notion actually appends oh. an AI right to it. You'd be surprised. And what you can do is just have a bunch of notes and then stop and throw AI at it. Definitely, if you want to experiment and you're not comfortable in the console, take a look at Notion. Uh, I think you'll find that it's it, now that it just has it, bed in, it embedded, you can use that to ingest and, and kind of keep moving it around. Yeah. yeah. There's something. Go ahead. I, I have to second that. Notion, by the way, I'm like a walking Notion just advertising. <laughs> Like use that. I love that thing. That thing is game changer for me. So nice call out. That's how we feel about Lavender. We're constantly with the billboard of Lavender. It's amazing. Uh, I want to tell you uh, that you said something that caught my attention and I can't let this go without mentioning it. You said we felt this way, this fear when the internet hit. Everybody was afraid. Y'all go back and remember this moment. If you can, let me know in the chat if you actually remember that moment. Keith, that fear is the same. Just unpack that for a minute or two here. Yeah, I mean... I oh I maybe I'm dating myself, but I remember when like the like searches and all that stuff was brand new, and everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, it's gonna it's gonna make sellers completely obsolete." Especially when the cell phone game in with internet. Oh yeah, it's like 
now information is is symmetric and oh my gosh there's no need for for sellers but guess what at the end of the day it actually reduced barrier to entry now everyone has access to information and you can go do cool things and so yeah. ai is not going to replace you it's just going to make you more effective and so and efficient and productive and companies are going to get greedy with that they're going to lean into that they want effective efficient and productive sellers and so lean into it it's it's a it's a really exciting thing for us i believe so Chris, did you just raise your hand on this on this I show? Thought I saw that too. Actually, I'm doing everything I can to test your ability as a host to shut me up, and I'm gonna just start messing with all the Zoom controls. I see. Real, I see your game, real quick, James. And something that's important to me is, um, we'll include on this where we learn about AI, and I think that's another piece is that everything's being pushed to us very, very quickly. I'd love to share from our team how, what we do. A couple of things. One, really great free course that Google just launched on generative uh, AI. It is amazing. Kelly, I know you're out there. I don't know if you want to throw some comments or that link in there. Two, um, now that I know BART is connected to the internet, ChatGPT, they killed the Bing connection, which was a beast. Um, check out plugins. A great plugin is Owler's plugin um, for looking up competition, ChatGPT local. The third is once you start understanding what to do with this, please go look at clay.com and reach out to them and understand they have some of the best recipes for prospecting using AI, period. Last thing, James, then I promise you can even have Vicky mute me. Chat, GPT, and all AI hallucinate. It is on you to make sure that you are human checking everything and it is real and it's like, it's actually starting to increase, not decrease at the rate. It just makes shit up. So please make sure that you guys are checking. Like I know like in a lot of apps, it says now with AI, just turn on blind, blind AI and let it fly. We're not there yet. Yo, we're going to have Chris back. I want to thank you both for coming in and sharing your wisdom. I prompt you right now as a human, very human -y of me, to go tell you to follow us on social media. We're going to be talking about this a lot moving forward. There's a lot to cover. We're just scratching the surface. You're going to get a survey right after this show. Let us know how we did. Let us know what you want to see more of. We make this stuff for y'all. It's not for us. It's for you. Keith, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. And thank all of you for sharing your time with us today. We know that it matters and we do appreciate you. We'll see you next week on another amazing episode of Sell Better. Go get them, everybody. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, everyone.